Welcome to Astro T. What a great song, Changes by Dej Loaf. This is a weekly conversation that we host every single Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is now British summer time here in the UK. So we're 3 p.m. here and we're taking a close look, guys, at the transit and the cosmic energy of the week ahead. So go ahead and join our group here on Clubhouse and share this room out with your friends. Share out with your family so they can get all of the tea too. If you haven't already, go ahead and join our email list. We just sent out the weekly transits before joining today for today's room. So go ahead and follow along with those transits for the week. And don't forget to purchase your copy of the Astro Tea Journal, which is available right now on Amazon. Just go to the link here at the top of the room or go over to Astro Tea Universe on Instagram and click that link in bio to receive all of the exclusive tea. All right, so Larry, what do we have? Uh, what else do we have? So thank you for joining us. For those of y'all who are joining us for the first time, we're going to run through the energy of the upcoming week, and then we're going to turn on hand raising and have a conversation on the stage at the end. But feel free to use the room chat. You can back channel each of us um, as well. So anything that you want to share, you know, whether it's a question, a story, how this is resonating with your life, a ritual idea, right? We got the new moon in Aries coming up this week. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But anything that you want to share, feel free to either get on stage towards the end or use the room chat so if you want to grab some tea grab your astro tea journal we're gonna get into it starting with tomorrow march 28th and i was like damn the month of march is usually like the month that goes by super slow because it's a long month and it's already over so that's like really crazy that we're approaching the beginning of april so on Monday, March 28th, we have Venus and Aquarius conjunct Saturn in Aquarius. So this to me made me think of the line in the song that says, old friends turned into strangers, ex-lovers mad that I'm famous. I see, they see the picture I painted, right? This line made me really think of Venus being conjunct Saturn, especially in Aquarius, right? We're on our way to make our dreams a reality and it's important for us at this time to surround ourselves with like-minded people, you know, not necessarily that they want to do the same things or have the exact same goals as you, but it's more about their values, their aspirations, how they view themselves in relation to other people, their sense of responsibility, right? All of those Aquarian things, you know, do they have aspirations beyond the present, right? Are they visionaries? Are they able to see something um, better or greater for society in the future? You know, do they have the responsibility to still, you know, the commitment, right? That fixedness to still act on those things and make them a real Saturnian thing, right? That's more so what I'm talking about. Um, the song of the week also says, funny how they said that they want it back then. Once I got it, a lot of shit started disappearing. So how you carry yourself, how you speak within, anything negative just ain't part of my plan. And God chose me and I'll be goddamn if I let another soul try to wheel me in, right? This moon day, while the moon is shifting from Aquarius to Pisces, and by moon day, I mean, you know, Monday, which is ruled by the moon. As the moon is shifting from Aquarius to Pisces, this is a really great opportunity to start off our week reflecting about who it is that we have in our life, right? Venus. And which of these relationships are supporting and speaking life into our dreams and our aspirations and which ones seem to, you know, either slow us down or present us with problems and obstacles and not really solutions, you know, or make us feel restricted and dreaming big 
to whatever what what's never been done before right with that saturnian element as well and this isn't necessarily about cutting people off right i'm not here to tell y'all what to do but especially since we're dealing with a sign like aquarius which is more about having emotional distance and emotional boundaries i don't feel like this is necessarily a sever right of relationships unless you feel like that's necessary that's something that you have to determine within yourself but this is more about the fact that it's really a new year new me opportunity you know and it's about using our life force to put ourselves in a position that's winning and triumphant you know it's not the time for us to distract ourselves from our progress by putting others and their situations before us so that's more so what i'm saying you know how do you create that distance that is still speaking of love but is not infringing on your type of emotional boundaries so and, and I said, respectfully, it's time for us to mind our God-ordained business, right? At this time, it's time for us to go full throttle with what it is that we're here to do, period, first and foremost. So how can we put the people we love in the position to be inspired and determined by the fruits of our labor, right? Rather than feeling like we have to explain to them why they need to get on board. So during Aries season, the more that we're taking action and we're becoming the person that we want to be and that we're meant to be, let the fruits of that, let the observable changes, like the song of the week says that people can see, let that be what inspires and motivates them to change, right? Which is all about what Aquarius deals with, it's change. So rather than feeling like you have to explain or rationally, you know, guide them or be their leader, be their teacher, have the, the changes in your life be a product of, of their inspiration, you know, and, and uh, yeah, an inspiration for them to take action on. So that's what I have for Monday's energy. Um, Empress, what does this look like in the tarot? Yes, it's time for us to mind our God ordained business. I love what you said about that. The energy for today so for monday everyone to start out the week with venus and aquarius conjunct saturn and aquarius in the tarot this is the seven of swords conjunct the five of swords um so i'm gonna keep this short and simple i really love everything that you touched on so that's so so true um of this energy and the conjunction and with the seven of swords this brings up deception and resourcefulness right while the five of swords energy is addressing possible intimidation and being able to really choose your battles today so on this moon day the conjunction of these energies is going to speak to being as logical as possible with the swords here right your mind your logic how you're communicating um, being as logical as possible when you're engaging in certain actions because right swords is the uh, masculine energy which is about actions that you're taking that will promote growth for yourself we're in aries season now the sun is in aries but also being able to assess what actions you take with others right and which actions you are taking with other people that are the most intelligent use of your time so if you're doing things with other people, is this is this going to help me accomplish something that I also want to get done for myself, right? Am I doing something um, with someone that is simultaneously helping me as well? It's providing something for me to continue moving on my path instead of me feeling like I'm wasting my time or like 
I'm spending time towards this effort with this five of energy, five of swords energy being here where I really need to cut my losses and, and be worried about, like Solera said, my God-ordained business. What about my business? What about what I need to get done for me? So I think that's definitely coming up today to start out the, the week. What are the most intelligent uses of your time today? So be mindful of um, possible aggression from others as well that can reveal their true intentions and tactics with this deceit here that is also an underlying energy um, and also the tactics of others so that you can sharpen your own sword right for your own best interest um, with this Mercury and Aries influence underlying today Mercury's entering Aries so just be mindful of that as you're going across um, this conjunction as we all are as a collective for Monday um, and let's get into Tuesday's energy Solaire. So on Tuesday, March 29th, we have the moon in Pisces, a sextile Uranus in Taurus. So we've talked about this before, right? The relationship between Pisces and Taurus being about creativity and love. But specifically now we're in the point where we're experiencing this as the sun is in Aries. You know, we talked about how this relationship between Pisces and Taurus is about, you know, when you're moving in love and spiritual fulfillment, like when you're really fulfilled what by what it is that you're doing, then that makes you more willing to find creative, unorthodox solutions to actually making your dreams a reality. Like I know that about myself, like when I don't feel motivated, especially like within my body um i'm learning a little bit more about human design so like that's something that i know about generators and manifesting generators that we have to really feel that desire within our body versus letting our mind say you should go to the computer and sit down and do this right now like that's a thought versus your body is like oh i feel so inspired like let me go write a song or write a poem or paint a picture right so it's like um, when you are actually moving and doing something and using your energy towards something that is really fulfilling you, then you're more able to be creative. Like you're not going to say, oh, well, I don't have all the markers that, you know, I need. So I'm not going to fulfill this desire to paint. Like if you want, if you feel that and you feel called to express yourself in a way, then you're more willing to say like, ah, I have highlighters, I have a pencil, I have whatever it is. Like, I just want to act on this desire, you know, to create something, right? So we've talked about this before, but now that we're experiencing this transit under an exalted sun, right? The sun is exalted in Aries. I feel like opportunities are coming in hot and fast, right? Opportunity, uh, opportunities for us to act are presented to us at all time. The ability to fast track things that we reserved as long-term goals will actually be here, right? In the here and now, in the present. And it made me think of a quote um by elon musk that says stop being patient and start asking yourself how do i accomplish my 10-year plan in six months you will probably fail but you'll be a lot further ahead of the person who simply accepted that it was going to take 10 years and i was like damn <laughs> obviously my capricorn as when i first heard that i was like wow you know because i am a long term okay this is my five-year plan this is my 10-year plan as of recently i've gotten better about just focusing on okay what what can I do today and allow my spirit to guide me beyond that but yeah if you tell yourself and we tell ourselves that something is going to take us 10 years and it's going to take us 10 years but if we tell ourselves you know if I show up every day for myself and use this energy 
who knows how far we can get in much less time when we know when we're open to telling ourselves that it doesn't have to take that set amount of time. So this Mars day is really about moving with spirit and making our dreams tangible and observable uh, in ways that we didn't necessarily consider or plan for. But the key is to act, right? The key is to not overthink ourselves into staying stuck. So we have this new moon in Aries coming up this week. So right before, you know, leading up to it, there's an opportunity to awaken the inner warrior in us that wants to be passionate, energetic, and follow instructions from our higher self without any type of doubt, question, or hesitation. So it's like before this new moon, how can we set ourselves up to actually embody, you know, this energy to be ready to receive it in a way. So that's what I have for um, Tuesday's energy with this moon in Pisces, sextile Uranus and Taurus. Empress, what's your take on this energy? Yeah, so on Tuesday with the moon in Pisces, sextile Uranus and Taurus in the tarot, this is the nine of cups, sextiling the fool in the hierophant or king of pentacles energy. And so with the Nine of Cups sextiling the Fool on this Mars Day, the satisfaction that you can feel from creating opportunities of freedom from yourself is very, very likely. And this can come in the form of other people seeking mentorship, you seeking mentorship and wisdom, and how you can create stability for yourself, right? And I think that uh, that was a great point you made, Solera, in that you also seeking that mentorship forth and wisdom from your higher self right it doesn't always have to be outside of you so um this is all while addressing the traditional structures with this higher thought energy here that are still in place in society we haven't completely moved into um the future right we're very much as a collective as humanity in this transitional stage where we are while pluto is in capricorn transforming from what the the old traditions what the old structures used to be and taking on and replacing them with new concepts new futuristic ways of handling things like our money right um so this is a really great day to see how you creating those opportunities of freedom in this transitionary stage that we're all facing in humanity can really help you to move forward addressing how that balance can be had as we're now embracing the future as we're embracing a whole new astrological year so others in the collective um may also be looking for the keys to understanding how to be in this world without necessarily having to be of the world right being in the world without being of it um because of the spiritual perspective that we may all have and all of the pursuits that we're having and wanting to learn more about metaphysics right i know solar you mentioned human design i'm a manifester as well so i love that um you're a generator <laughs> and just being able to uh, understand that balance, if you will, okay? If you look at the Hierophant um, energy, while the Hierophant has the feet firmly planted on the ground, there's two fingers towards the heavens, right? So it's really being able to bridge that gap between the heavens and the earth, being, in a sense, that mediator, embracing that harmony, right? And then also teaching other people, having the wisdom and the knowledge um, to possibly share with other people, right? 
So today's energy could possibly bring students your way. There could be people that have seen you on your journey, see how you've grown from, you know, that point of learning where everyone was kind of like, what are they doing? Why are they, you know, putting tarot cards on their page? Why are they talking about astrology so much? Why are they talking about metaphysics or other esoteric concepts so much? Why are they talking about ancient culture so much? This could bring people your way that are really like, okay, can you teach me? Like, how did you learn about this information? How did you come across this? What books would you recommend to me? Do you teach any classes, right? Can you, can I, can I, can you mentor me? Those types of opportunities may very well come your way with your innocent Taurus, your sextiling this nine of cups energy, because people see with this nine of cups, your value. And so um, it could attract you as well in another way to being able to take classes to increase your own education um, and how to link spirituality and mundanity together. So uh, we may also see a bridge between education and the introduction of astrology and metaphysics, specifically when it comes to mandatory curriculum within schools and just within society in general. So this could look like, for example, you know, someone announcing that they're going to start um, some type of uh, astrology school or like a new type of spiritual school that's coming about um, that will be available to the masses possibly by you know someone that is already well known within society so that's what i'm seeing primarily for tuesday's energy on the Mars day let's go ahead and get into wednesday so so wednesday march 30th we have the moon in pisces conjunct neptune in pisces and i thought this was really beautiful to me this is the final and closing act of pisces season as the moon makes a conjunction with neptune right before the new moon in aries coming up as well so this transit is occurring on a wednesday right which is ruled by mercury so we're dealing with the higher octaves of our mind and how that relates to our emotions and how we can dissolve old programs to create new pathways to our dreams so it just made me think more about like what is neptune you know it's still an outer planet it's still a force to be reckoned with it's like i think a lot of people consider okay uranus is all about storms and destruction and unexpected changes right sudden changes and events and then we got pluto which is all about destruction and destroying and transformation and death and you know life after death and all those things and then neptune people are i feel like it's just funny you know neptune being a planet of illusions people can't even really see it clearly enough to understand the complexity of its energy and sure it's our dreams and um illusions and fantasies but it's also um destructive in the sense that it's dissolving old things like if we think about how we associate for example psychedelics with pisces or neptune why is that it's because when we go past a certain level of where our ego is trying to preserve everything that we know and everything that is comfortable to us then what are we emerging into you know what i mean if the ego is being dissolved what kind of realms of knowledge of awareness of uh spiritual connection or just self-understanding whatever it is that you get from a certain trip or experience it's like how does dissolving past the limitations of your ego, right? Which is Leo, which is a fixed sign, is something fixed, you know, limit, uh, not limited, but it's it's focused on one particular thing, right? And is committed to that, and it's fixated on that. So how do we move past the 
the limitations of our ego, I feel like is what Neptune and this whole conjunction with the moon and Pisces is giving us an opportunity to understand, you know, this is um, about dissolving old programs, right? And creating new programs, new pathways. So to me, this is a great day for us to think and meditate about the why, right? And what we're feeling motivated to do at this time with all of this Aries energy around us. So, you know, what is our why, right? Does this or how does this fulfill your spirit? Whatever it is that you're being called to do, like, are you doing out of out of compulsion, out of scarcity? Or is it something that really speaks to who you know yourself to be, right? So how can um, how can we tap into our spirit to lead and guide us before we search outside of ourselves? How can we dissolve self-imposed delusions and illusions, right, that keep us from actually making these dreams a reality? So as Neptune makes its transit through Pisces, some of us, I feel like, have been led down the stream of our own delusions, right? And we've been feeling obligated to escaping in those delusions and illusions. But then others, for others of us, We've been aligning with the purest intentions of Neptune, which, you know, I said is to dissolve the ego to really reveal what the truth is, what our truth is to us. So it just made me think about as we're approaching this new moon before we can get to, well, I want new things, new opportunities, new experiences, abundance, manifestation, right? It's important for us to be honest. Honesty is needed for us to self-actualize into who we are and not into you know a byproduct of our traumas or of our fears or of our expectations and we'll get to that a little bit soon in the week when we're talking about chiron so it's it's needed for us to really develop into who we are and not who we're expected or projected to be and that reminds me of the sign, the the line in the song where it says, ever since I was young, I knew I was the one dazed in the new wave. I'm just soaking it in. So it's like, it's okay to be, you know, there's some people who have big dreams, who believe in themselves, who have faith. It's like, let that be what keeps you in, in alignment with your spirit. Don't let the people telling you like, you can't do it. You can't make it. Don't let that kind of be what drives you to escaping or feeling like you're not capable of, of attaining these goals, especially spiritually. So that's what I was getting for for Wednesday. It's like, how do we, how are we aligned with having faith in our vision and our purpose and not being swayed by all the things that are attempting to distract us from that? So Empress, what's your take on this conjunction? Yeah, so for Wednesday with the Moon in Pisces, conjunct Neptune in Pisces. In the tarot, this is the Nine of Cups, conjunct the Eight of Cups. And so, what choices of withdrawal, what choices of vulnerability have led you to increased senses of pleasure for yourself since Pisces season? Really think about that um, on a day like today. And with Mercury being in Aries, which we'll get into um, a bit later on again this week, this Mercury Day transit specifically shines a light on the satisfaction that you should feel towards yourself due to listening to your intuition, listening to that divine feminine aspect um, and allowing your wishes to actually come true. You know, when it comes to being able to let something go with the Eight of Cups, when it's something that you actually have, you know, spent time with, there's an emotional um, uh 
like a love in a sense that has built up towards something it makes it harder for you to be able to let it go it becomes harder for you to be able to walk away in a sense um especially with the piscean influence when it comes to forms of escapism right um things that you have grown a dependency a level of dependency on whether that's a person place or thing okay it could be a material object right or another person but you should feel proud of yourself at this point in the week with this transit happening on Wednesday when it comes to being able to withdraw from those things, from you being able to be vulnerable with yourself and accept that you may need to walk away to increase the level of pleasure that you're feeling in your own life towards you growing towards your goals and you doing something for self this area season. And so if there's some level of emotional abandonment that you can or would like to display in order to experience more tranquility and contentment in your life, say if you've been wanting to make certain decisions that since the since Pisces season and the close of last astrological year, um, but you you haven't quite gotten around to making that decision and like sticking with it and move moving forward um on this wednesday you know align with your most authentic self realize what your emotional needs are at this time and today especially um if you haven't already because we're about to face the new moon in aries tomorrow and so to me this is really the energy of you know really having another chance to walk away or withdraw from certain things again right another yet another opportunity that we have to surrender to ourselves surrender to that divine feminine aspect and really uh listen to our intuition if we haven't already um in the ways that matter the most before the new moon in aries tomorrow that we'll all experience as a collective so let's get into thursday so yeah, I thought that was a beautiful point about bringing up the feminine and our intuition, how that leads to the new moon in Aries, because I was thinking about that. We have the two luminaries, right? The sun and the moon, masculine and feminine in this masculine cardinal fire sign of Aries. And how how does both our consciousness, our awareness, um, our ability to receive light and also project light right all of the things that pertain to the sun and then how do our you know how how do our emotions our discernment our ability to receive emotional energy right emotional currency all those things how does that still express itself how does that make sense you know when it comes to expressing itself in a cardinal fire masculine kind of way and then we'll we'll get into conjunctions a little bit later in the week. I want to talk more about what conjunctions are, but it's it's ultimately about creating space. You have two different planets with two different kind of energy signatures and ways of moving and operating and doing things. They find themselves at the same place at the same time, you know, expressing themselves or wanting to channel the energy of wherever it is that they're at in this moment in time, this time being in Aries, right? At the start of a new moon, at the start of a new year as well, right? The new astrological year that we're in. So how how can we fully step into the energy of this year um, during this new moon is the question, right? 
And I feel like we're going to be seeing this interplay of how how can we both as feminine and masculine energies express this this Aries energy that is um, coming up at this time. So what I was feeling was, for example, women taking on leadership and some sort of position or some sort of title that is powerful and highly respected that historically was reserved for men you know um how are we kind of it goes back to what we were talking about with the conjunction of mars and venus when it was in capricorn how is the masculine and how is the feminine creating space for one another to still do what we're being asked to do at this time of the year which is to take action which is to be passionate which is to be on the offense and defending ourselves and defining ourselves all of those things that pertain to aries energy how do we make space for the masculine that is going to you know act that is going to impose that is going to move forward and the feminine that is going to also be receiving how are we open to still receiving information from whether it's our higher self or from our counterparts remember when we're in airy season we always have to think about the opposite which is Libra, which is other people. It's literally like, it could be our shadow self. It could be our enemies. It could be our associates, our clients. How do, how do all those people inform and confirm or maybe not confirm, maybe not reflect who, who we are and who we want to be? You know, why is there a gap between that? If people are our mirrors, how, wh- how are they and why are they not reflecting who it is that you want to evolve into during this time so i feel like those are all really great questions for us to ponder for this new moon and how the reality and people around us our environment is that reflecting the person that we are and want to be and if not what changes literally we keep going back to the title of the song what changes need to be made in order to bridge that gap so empress what's your take on this new moon in aries we got going on on thursday yeah, I really just want to make a, a point before I really get into it that adds on to what you were mentioning um, at the opening of the transit for today where, you know, there is that emphasis on the feminine energy. But um, what you mentioned about conjunctions, right? We have out of seven transits for the week, guys, we have six conjunctions happening this week. And um, this is a, a six year, right? Um, which is linked to Venus. And so I love how you talked about Mars and Venus being in Capricorn. And what that made me think of was just like being, what is a conjunction, right? A conjunction is when two planets are able to become a combined force, right? A powerful combined force together. And so just reflecting on the combined force of masculine and feminine energy and how when you want to think about the analogy of battle when you want to think of the analogy of war right being an ally is very is is more or less ensuring victory at this point especially um with us in the collective and so i love the point that you mentioned about the divine feminine being placed in positions of leadership that would typically be um, held by masculine energies, which I love because that shows, you know, that we are coming together more as um, combined forces between the masculine and feminine energy. Okay, so 
I just wanted to say that quickly. For the new moon in Aries that's happening on Thursday with the sun in Aries conjunct the moon in Aries. This is a three of wands in the tarot conjunct the high priestess and the emperor or the queen of wands. So on this Jupiter today, really reflect on the long-term view of your life. Like what is the long-term view of your life? What do you want to achieve long-term? Reflect on what expansion that you truly want to have. Like, where am I really expanding to? Where is my expansion leading me to? Okay. Reflect on what stable foundation you would like to manifest for yourself. And what progress you wish to see. I'm at this point right now in my life. I'm at X point right now in my journey. I'm reflecting right now on where I want to be, what progress I want to see from myself during this new moon in Aries. And so the high priestess is providing that stillness that the emperor needs to see the discipline, to see the structure, to see the logic during this reflective stage of the moon cycle. And the queen of wands energy is also here encouraging us to explore our shadow selves, see the strengths in our subconscious, see the strengths in our intuition, right? Our divine feminine aspects in order to unite, right? Conjunct in order to combine those forces of light and dark because it's about knowing that once you make that combination with the queen of wands, um, and, and make them allies, you're assured victory in your future endeavors. And so know today that the way you move towards your goals is supposed to look different to everyone. What you've been through throughout your life from childhood, Aries 1, from, from the time that you were a child up until your current existence now, your experience, the way that you grew up, the people that you had influencing you all along the way, are completely different than those that you may be, you know, um, hopefully not comparing yourself to, right? But um, your peers in general, it was completely different, right? And so your goals, how you are setting out to, as I said before, reflect on how you want to progress, the expansion you want to have, all of that is going to also look different to everyone because no one else is you. No one else was afforded the childhood, the experiences that you were in the way that you were, right? From the lens that you're looking at life through. And so allow that fact to help fuel you at this time. Allow your differences, allow the fact that your journey is supposed to look different at this point in, in time um, to help fuel you even more towards success. Allow it to keep you disciplined as you're entering the month of April. I completely agree, Solera. This month has gone by so, so quickly. Like, where did March go? Like, we were just saying, like, <laughs> we just came into the month of March. And now it's literally about to be April 1st at this point in the week. And so as we're entering a brand new month, be excited about your differences and how they're helping to fuel you in moving towards further success and staying disciplined towards that as well. So that's what I'm seeing for the new moon in Aries. So let's get into Friday. So with Friday, April 1st, we got April Fool's Day. We have the sun conjunct Chiron in Aries. So the sun in Aries conjunct Chiron in Aries. 
And so we're going to have an, uh, a Chiron transit pretty much two days as well as with the Sun and Aries. So we'll kind of split this into two parts. So for the first part being Friday with the Sun conjunct Chiron, again, that's what I was kind of talking about before with the Sun and Moon in Aries conjunct. Now we're moving to the Sun and Chiron about how conjunctions are when you have two planets that are simultaneously embodying the same frequency of energy. So in this case, we have the Sun and Chiron at 12 degrees Aries. And when we talk about degree theory in astrology, 12 degrees is ruled by Pisces. So you go, you know, every degree has a corresponding, you know, zodiac sign and or planet. So, you know, one degree is Aries, two degrees is Taurus, three degrees is uh, Gemini. And then you go all the way up until 12 degrees is Pisces and then start over again with 13 degrees being ruled by Aries. So it was interesting to me that this is happening at 12 degrees Aries because to me, having this duality between Pisces and Aries, right, the, the start of the zodiac with the end of the zodiac, it's like this day is really talking about the beginning and ending of cycles, right, fears and mistakes that we have with Chiron, any types of limitations, wisdom, right, that Piscean type of elder wisdom, but then also new experiences with like Aries being the baby of the zodiac. Uh, and then finding ourselves in the midst of all of those dualities and transitions and um, opportunities of expressing ourselves. And I feel like we'll talk about, I'll talk about the next part within the coming transit, but I think this day is really talking about like, is part of who, like, have we taken our fears and our traumas and our past experiences as part of our identity? You know what I mean? I know a lot of people who, and myself included, like, let's say you don't wear a certain color because someone made fun of you, right, years ago about it. Or you don't wear your hair a certain way because of an experience that you had. Or you don't go, go certain places at certain times because of an irrational fear, right? And I'm not saying, you know, to not be vigilant or cautious or do things that are, whatever, excessively risky. But just generally speaking, like, are there ways that you're resisting? and restricting your self-expression because of some sort of fear or some sort of experience that you were, you know, judged and made to seem like you can't indulge and express in that part of yourself? Like, how has that become, to an extent, part of your identity? You know, the things that you refuse to do or refuse to say or wear or try or, you know, pay time and attention to, all of those things. How, how do our experiences with fear and judgment inform the person that we are today and the person that we are you know shifting and becoming into and ultimately want to be you know so i'll save the rest for part two but at least with the sun conjunct chiron that's what i got so empress what's your take on this friday transit yeah this energy is is literally happening as you mentioned for the next couple of days um where we're also going to have mercury put in the mix here right so for Friday, with the Sun in Aries conjunct Chiron in Aries, in the Tarot, this is the Three of Wands conjunct Chiron and the Emperor or the Queen of Wands energy. So on a day like today, after the new moon in Aries that we've all experienced, if there are any obstacles or challenges that we feel after the new moon yesterday, more than likely, it has everything to do with how we feel about our ability to lead ourselves based on the healing 
that our shadow stuff may still need to do or may still need to work on a bit, right? And so today we may see people in the collective that take this energy on and say, you know what? I do still have some with the Chiron and Aries energy, pent up aggression, pent up anger towards, as you mentioned, so like, you know, being picked on when I was younger, I do still have some pent up aggression or anger towards the way that um, possible masculine figures um, that were in my childhood, um, that were predominant leaders in my childhood um, treated me, right? I may still have feelings um, that I have internalized on a subconscious level that are keeping me running on a program that is no longer assisting me in my growth and leadership of myself in the direction that I want to go. Um, in another way, there may be people in the collective that are going to avoid the accountability, right? avoid that ability to go within and, and instead take it out on their lack of self-leadership, right, of self on other people, taking that out on other people in forms of aggression, in forms of fights, in, for to, in, in forms of resistance and arguments. Um, and we may also see um, violence spike up a little bit on a day like today and as well as tomorrow, as you mentioned, this is kind of like a two-day uh, extravaganza, if you will. Um, <laughs> so in my opinion, uh, one thing that this transit made me think of was like the greatest threats to society are those people in the collective that take the inner conflicts out on other people, on the external reality, right? And so it kind of brought up the saying that hit dogs holler, right? If you, I don't know if you guys have ever heard that, hit dogs holler. And that um, really means that a very defensive reaction to an accusation can really be a, an admission of guilt. You, with, uh, and we'll talk about this tomorrow, with Mercury being in Aries, right? People being defensive towards certain react um towards certain accusations can really be them admitting that they haven't healed from it there may be may still be some type of wound um that they haven't really come to terms with all the way or that they're attempting to avoid and so uh with mercury and aries communication and conversations um can be a bit more fiery even though we're talking about the actual transit having Mercury in, in Aries tomorrow, um, with the conjunction that we're going to speak of, Mercury is already in Aries on, on this day. So that's already going to be an underlying influence, um, in terms of communication and conversations that could be a bit more fiery, a bit more aggressive than usual, um, in turn applying fire to the wounds that are still not healed with this Chiron influence of the transit today and tomorrow. So you may not be able to avoid all forms of aggression today that are experienced um, or that you feel are directed um, towards you, but being aware of this transit um, should really help to allow you to think more maturely, more like an emperor than other people, right? Um, and allow you in turn to be more victorious by remaining on your healed throne like the emperor here because chiron is uh addressing hunt and heal so those of us in the collective that are able to communicate from more of a state of action
action and leadership based on the healing that we've undergone with our shadow self will be able to help lead others towards that same healing as well and also not take offense to those people that are acting reacting more um from that you know hit dogs holler um saying that i mentioned earlier and pent up anger in a sense so let's get into tomorrow's or saturday's transit so with the conjunction now including mercury Yes, yeah, so for part two, kind of this energy, I feel like, you know, this is running on like three days with the sun and moon conjunct, then the sun and Chiron conjunct, and now Mercury conjunct both Chiron and the sun and Aries. It's an intense uh, few days that we have with this new moon and Aries in the mix as well. So I feel like to me, this day was becoming aware, right, with the sun there, something is being illuminated, something is being readily seen, and, like, um, we have knowledge about something, right, with the sun here, and something that pertains to ourselves, right, with overall, with this Aries energy, something about our environment, our selves, our means of expressing, right, it has something to do with the individual, and... So I feel like this is becoming aware of how we communicate, especially when we're defensive or fueled by some sort of intense emotion that relates to experiences that we've had when we maybe didn't feel heard or validated or accepted. And sometimes most of our thinking and speaking, especially when we're thinking or speaking about ourselves, comes from a defensive reactionary place rather than this assertive, confident no need to explain perspective so what do i mean by that i realize like when we've had experiences where we felt judged you know by a particular person for being ourselves or communicating in a particular way or expressing ourselves how we want and we felt shut down or judged or invalidated i think sometimes we then start to embody this um this kind of like defensiveness just not even if it's like angry or aggressive but it's like we speak or think as if someone is already going to shut us down you know what i mean like i even do that sometimes where i'll say now don't get offended or i'm not trying to be mean but or i just need to say this but please don't take it the wrong way like i'll i'll put a like some sort of blanket statement before i even say something because i'm already coming from a defensive place of thinking and communicating because I'm already there's a part of me that is preparing or trying to defend myself against well what if this person judges me or what if this person doesn't want to understand me and a lot of our thinking and behaving comes um, from this energy of you know defending ourselves or feeling like we have to yeah you know be on on the defensive kind of energy so that made me think of this it's like I feel like some of us will become more aware of how these experiences that made us either feel afraid or limited or um, you know fearful of being ourselves how that impacted the way that we even think and communicate when speaking about ourselves you know maybe we're someone who naturally talks very loud but if someone told us like oh, be quiet why are you talking so loud you know you kind of now speak under your breath or you don't speak as as passionately and energetically as you know you really want to right so kind of just thinking about this whole idea of how the person that we are is that really who we're meant to be or are we responding and reacting to ways that people have either validated or invalidated the person that we are so that's what i'm getting for saturday's energy empress what's your take on this 
I like how you mentioned so that it's really like a 3D extravaganza, and I would agree because the sun and in Aries starts from Thursday um, in terms of the transit that we're speaking of. So that's really true. It really is like you know um, taking off from the new moon in Aries, really, and kind of taking this three-day um, experience for all of us as a collective. So for Saturday, with Mercury in Aries conjunct Chiron and the Sun in Aries. In the tower, this is the magician and the emperor or queen of wands, conjunct Chiron and the emperor or queen of wands, and the three of wands. And so with the magician joining the conversation today, um, that already started from, you know, yesterday and Thursday's energy, there's even more power and intention behind the actions and the aggression that we're displaying as a collective, uh, is what I'm picking up. And so everyone wants to build momentum and progress with the three of wands being here even if that is towards you know having conversations that could escalate to you know disagreements and then it can get physical you know and getting into a fight and so we could see um a bit more violence being spread on social media with mercury being in aries um having communication and like you know social media just feeling a bit more tense a bit more aggressive in general um that kind of energy being intentionally put out you know um by the media we could see that in the news outlets as well um just with short tempers, right? People having short tempers um, regarding communication, letting loose, kind of like cannons today. Um, profane language may also be um, more more intentional today, you know, like, uh, and it's kind of like a first resort. Like, this is the only way that I feel I can really get my, my point across is by adding emphasis to what I mean by insulting you know some kind of profanity today um so we may experience that just by you know and this is the thing as well not everyone takes offense to um hearing profanity in conversation okay like if you um any aries as an example right if there's any aries in the room like that can you know put this in the chat as well when you hear or any predominant Aries placements, when you hear things um, and you experience passionate people speaking and like insulting profanity, saying like swear words, you know, like FM blind and all these things, you don't really take as much offense, especially because you know that it's coming from a passionate place where someone that may be a little bit more sensitive, someone that's not really you know, um, comfortable with that type of language, they may, they seem a lot more offended, right? So, um, I feel like on a day like today, um, to prevent exalting so much energy towards other people, um, focus on yourself, right? Get back to the, the aspect of Aries that focuses on you, focus on number one, instead of, you know, engaging with other people, um, or putting yourself in spaces to, to have to communicate with other people, I think it's a great day today to really focus on what you are creating, right, for going along with, you know, what uh, was mentioned earlier with this kind of being day three of this energy, three talks about creations, right, what are you creating, three of wands, what are you setting your eyes on from the new moon that you need to get um, moving towards and so maybe start your day with an active exercise 
if you kind of feel that pent-up um, energy within you, which we all may be experiencing, right? Because we all are going through this energy. Um, start your day with a workout that gets your blood pumping, right? That gets your cardio um, up. Do a hit workout. Do some boxing, right? I've been doing these really amazing, like, 45-minute, like, 12 rounds of boxing. Like, it's been amazing. It just gets me going, like, in the beginning of the day. So do something that's going to get your get your heart rate up, get the blood pumping, help you to exert some energy, you know, punch a punching bag. Do something for yourself that's going to help benefit you um, and get you active. Perhaps follow that by continuing to work on your plans for yourself, as I just mentioned. And if you, you know, if you do have to interact with other people, just be aware of the opposition that Aries has to Libra, right? Libra is the opposing sign from Aries. So think about Libra energy today and see how communicating and socially interacting with other people can in turn actually help instead of harm the relationship between all parties that are involved today. How can I communicate with other people and express my passion with Mercury being in Aries in a way that helps us to form some type of relationship that will help serve both of us moving forward? How can I get out those experiences that happened to me that would help to benefit my subconscious in letting go or revealing any of those hidden secrets or hidden heart um, or hidden emotions towards the people that need to hear it while also helping to strengthen our relationship. So for example, having a conversation with your father, right? Having a conversation with um, a parental, having a conversation with anyone that had some type of impact on you in terms of um, the pent up aggression or anger that you may still feel um, uh, at this current moment in the week. Having a conversation with them where you tell them, you know, this is how I'm feeling, that I was, that was so fucked up, like, that was so messed up what you did, and, like, you had me, like, really contemplating my wealth in this world, and, like, I was, back then, I really didn't understand, it was kind of like, how dare you do that to me at this, this, um, age of my life, and X, Y, and Z, just get out how you feel, okay, um, this kind of, it just popped in my head, but I was listening to Amani the other day, um, she, it was like a week or two ago, and she was mentioning that, you know, even though both of her parents are in the spiritual realm, like, she finds herself cussing them out sometimes, um, and she, she also, like, suggested that, you know, uh, we have very real conversations with our parents, or, um, specifically, she mentioned parents, but I'm, I'm suggesting anyone that you need to have that conversation with, and just be real, just say how you really feel, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, they're my elder, oh, they're older than me, you know, they're my parent, I still need to show respect, yes, you can show respect, but at the same time, you deserve to validate your own feelings, and like, and, um, talk about your own unique experience because a lot of times that enlightens the older generations into how their actions um affected us affected the younger generations and so it's a form of educating and helping to lead them into healthier expressions of their emotions just because someone is older than you just because someone was a parent doesn't mean that they can't be wrong doesn't mean that they're perfect they're, they're very much still human so having those conversations could cause a lot of healing with Chiron here 
in the relationship between um, older people, between parents, figures, between um, any other people that you have relationships with. So be open to having those conversations because it really could help you moving forward. Um, and I'll talk about that a little bit more with the conjunction that we're all going to experience with um, the Taurus energy here with Moon and, and Uranus on Sunday. So that's what I'm seeing. Let's get into Sunday. So. Okay, as we close out the week on Sunday, April 3rd, we have the moon in Taurus conjunct Uranus in Taurus. So again, like we've been saying, a lot of conjunctions going on this coming week. So a lot of opportunities for us to really balance the two planets at play. Wow, that was a tongue twister. Balance the two planets at play. How can we, you know, give them both the space to, to um, express the energy that we're just in at this time? You know, whether it's um, we had Aquarian energy, we have this Aries energy, and now we have this Taurus energy as well. Like, how do we give space and room for us to really be in flow and with alignment um, in alignment with the lessons that we're learning at this time? So on Sunday, April 3rd, we have the moon in Taurus conjunct Uranus in Taurus. And this is super, super powerful. Um, Isa and I were actually talking about this a few days ago, and I didn't know what the exact date was, um, where we actually have an exalted sun and an exalted moon, um, which is really, really cool, right? So the sun is exalted in Aries, the moon is exalted in Taurus, and we have all of this going on simultaneously on Sunday, April 3rd. So the thing about exaltations is that it's the most pure, comfortable, optimal, you know, place for a planet to be in. So the sun is passionate, it's energetic, it's excited, it's moving quickly, it's impulsive, it's impatient, it just wants to initiate new things. And then we have the moon is heightening, you know, our senses and our discernment and how to understand our place in the world from a lens of high self-esteem and high self-value. We're really tapped in because Taurus rules the five senses. So we're tapped into our, you know, our, our palms sweaty. Are we getting goosebumps? Do we feel some sort of anxiety? What are we smelling? I don't know about y'all, but that happened to me a few times over the past few weeks where you'll just get like a sudden like smell of something and the memories or thoughts or connections that that is associated with. Um, and it just kind of brings you back there. I don't know. That's been happening to me a little bit more often than usual. It's usually something that doesn't really happen very frequently. But yeah, like a few times within the past week, I'll, I'll either feel, um, I'll smell something or even a certain food that I'm craving has something to do with a particular moment in my life. It's, it's kind of interesting. So I don't know if that energy has been preparing me leading up to this point, or we do also have the North Node in Taurus as well. So I think as a collective, we're um, getting these very strong signals to be more paying more attention to our five senses and our discernment and um, how we're interacting with this environment. So I think on a Sunday, this is really powerful because Sundays are days of reflection, of meditation, of setting our intentions, about getting our energy right, gratitude, you know, taking the time to give ourselves um, honor, you know, um, and honor our environment, honor our ancestors, right? Like devote time to some sort of um, spiritual routine, right? All of these things are characteristic with what Sunday's energy carries. So for this conjunction to be happening between the moon and Uranus, I feel like under this exalted sun and under this exalted moon, how do we 
how do we um there's a delicate balance between protecting ourselves from the unexpected versus manifesting the unexpected if that makes sense like we should always be prepared for it we should we should always have the energy and excitement and intuition to discern you know is something going left you know am i prepared right if something were to happen if, if life were to hit me with a curveball but without taking it to the extent of necessarily uh, manifesting it or worrying about it or again how we've been talking this week living your life from a place of like <gasps> impending doom is coming it's gonna happen I need to stay ready and just like letting that impact the way that you live your life so how do we find that delicate balance of you know making sure you're good making sure you're self-assured you're self-actualized yourself you know you're asserting yourself in preparation for if something were to ever go left but without necessarily manifesting it or putting a lot of thought on it because we're from a, we're, we're operating from this place of energy and confidence in ourselves so that's what I have for Sunday as we close out this upcoming week so Empress you can take us home what's your thought on this conjunction between the moon and Uranus and Taurus yeah so to close out this week this week of conjunctions so Sunday with the moon in Taurus, conjunct Uranus in Taurus. This in the tarot is the high priestess in the Hierophant or King of Pentacles, conjunct the fool in the Hierophant or King of Pentacles energy. So being able to see how those relationships that I uh, spoke about and touched on yesterday can benefit you, benefit us, right? Being able to see how those relationships can cause benefit can allow for powerful alliances and partnerships of equal value and resource today with the energy of Taurus is what I'm seeing moving forward, right? And this is really that concept of two can be better than just one in a lot of different areas that provide new opportunities and perspective to you both. And on the internal scale, right, this can be, again, speaking of that alliance between the feminine and masculine energies, truly being able to see the value of that um, combined force from what we mentioned with the new moon in Aries having happened already earlier this week. So perhaps there's a business idea that you have that you're able to combine, you know, your creativity and action towards at this point because of you moving forward as a combined force on an internal scale. On an external scale, this could be an, a business idea that you've had um, for yourself that would perhaps be built more efficiently with the trust of another person that also shares your same discipline, someone that also shares the, the, the principles, the values that you also have, um, and the maturity with the uh, Hierophant being here, okay, and the King of Pentacles energy. So really be open to like-minded people, I would say today. Be open to causing that union with yourself and being a bit more giving of yourself on a day like today um, to, to really give value to the world and stay fixed in your purpose. Um, also be mindful of the fact that, you know, by having that open-minded attitude, it can help you to take risks and to also put yourself in potentially vulnerable situations um, that can help you to grow in all aspects, right? And help you to learn more about what true loyalty and leadership actually mean. When you are uh, embracing that Aries aspect of leadership, 
right? As a leader, you have to be able to, one, be loyal to the people that you're leading, but also have a sense of trust for them. You have to, as a leader, be able to put yourself in vulnerable situations. Um, I'm watching a show on Netflix called The Last Kingdom with my partner. And there's a show, um, this show is literally about like Vikings and like them taking over England and all this stuff. And so one of the aspects that it helps you to kind of understand is that even as a king, you have to be able to trust the people that you have in your circle. Can you trust all the people that are around you that you allow um, to be in intimate spaces with you at this time? Can you be vulnerable around them? Those are really going to be the most um, most valuable um, partnerships at this time moving forward. And that's what's really going to help you feel confident in your ability to lead um, and be loyal right, to the people that you uh, are actually helping to move higher. So uh, that's what I'm having for the last transit of this week. Uh, I do agree Soul is really powerful. And I do love how this week is helping us to bring even more, shine a light even more on how we can continue moving forward to grow and expand ourselves. Um, but also not being so selfish that we are just completely self-absorbed, right? Not taking that Aries energy to the extreme, but understanding how we can lead, but also build loyalty with other people while doing that. Thank you all so, so much for joining us for another episode of Astro Tea. We really enjoyed your energy this week, and we look forward to seeing you next week, Sunday. Be sure to play the song of the week, Changes by Days Loaf, and also check out our link tree to join the email list that we have. Order your copy of the Astro Tea Journal that's available on Amazon right now. Um, if you feel led, sending us a love donation and then even booking a personal session with either of us. So follow Astro Tea here on Clubhouse and over on Instagram to catch up with us between episodes. We love you all so, so much and have a terrific week.